Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. Everybody, welcome, welcome back once again to the show that always starts and ends, and you never know when we're going to actually get back together and record. And then we had colds, and there was flus, and and so if you're wondering what the schedule of the show is, it is every so often, every so often we get together and we jive and rap and have a good time. So welcome to this week's or month's episode. <laughs> Uh, from the outside, looking in the show about everything, the show about nothing. If you haven't been here before, I always say, yeah, you know the deal, because I'm I'm really only talking to Lou. But you know this, you know those random forty nine other people that we see show up every once in a while. Uh, <clears throat> if this is your first time, uh, we talk about geek culture from a non-geeky perspective or non-geek culture from a geek perspective whatever we like comic books we like movies we like music we like beer and we talk about those things i am andy liascos with me as always the ronald reagan to my margaret thatcher mr <laughs> patrick banis welcome to the most entertainingly unreliable <laughs> podcast in the world a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah, it's like, oh, when are you guys going to uh, do the show again? It's when, you know, when, 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 I mean, we almost didn't record tonight because there's a football game going on. There's this, there's a, and it's like, I mean, I could probably do it tomorrow. We get in a, a cyclical world of where, like, I could always do tomorrow. But the thing is, we could always do the next day as well. So it just keeps yeah. going and going. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were sick for a while. So that is, uh, that is a legitimate excuse. Uh, True. We d- we didn't want to uh, cough and sneeze uh, for forty five minutes, um, but we are here. Pat, how the hell are you doing? I am uh, infinitely better than uh, this time last week. So yeah, right, exactly, same. Yeah, uh, no, no chills, no fever, <laughs> no body aches, uh, not even a lot of head congestion. I mean, it's just you know, it's night and day. So that's why we did what we did. That's exactly right. We were looking out for you. No body aches, no chills, no fevers, no headaches, no erection. It's all going to be just fine. (laughs) If you have an erection lasting the length of this episode, please call your doctor. Please see a doctor or get some. Wait, I can't even say that. Go 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 to the ER. Yeah. Let's just say that much. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if we were a different type of podcast, I'd be able to say stuff. But that's right. We are we are responsible here. We're and, desperate uh, for sponsors, so we're trying to keep it clean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we don't talk about uh, what was the the what, it was it was Nicki Minaj that broke the internet with her or the world with her song WAP. Right? Wasn't oh yeah, name? yeah. I mean, that's like you know. I I understand why people get upset. You know, like you think about like classic music and stuff like. Um, Roy Blair, are you familiar with Roy Blair? I am not familiar with Roy Blair. Uh, he was a he was a jazz uh, clarinetist, I guess. Oh, nice. 
I think it's what, yeah, fancy, right? Like fancy. he played jazz clarinet and had like sort of a big band. And um, he was from England, you know, like kind of ragtimey jazz, what you would expect from the 30s. Sure. Had a hit song, um, uh, 31, 1931, had a, a really great big hit song called um, My Girl's Pussy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, yeah, wow, <laughs> yeah, it was something. And every night I like to pet my girl's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and look wow. that up while you're like, yeah, yeah, this is too much. This uh, 1931 Roy Blair, My Girl's Pussy. Have fun on YouTube with that. And I, I expect to see a lot of people posting that throughout Just the internet in the last, wow. uh, you know, yeah. So obviously he's singing about her cat. There's no double entendre there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's never dirty, always clean. She got, she got, can- they got canceled in the 30s. Yeah, no, he was skyrocketed to number one, and here's the, so. here's the song that all the kids are singing these days: Roy Blair <laughs> and the Handsome Lads with My Girl's Pussy. <laughs> my girlfriend, I'm not she making a, that up. That's a my real got a cat. thing. You see, she's got a cat. Yeah, yeah. And every night I like to pet my girl's pussy, and that's fantastic. Uh, that's an actual lyric. I'm not making that up, so enjoy. Man, if I would have known, I would have looked for that record today when I was at the record store, but <laughs> I did not. Yeah, I think you got to get that on the old Victrola. Yeah, seriously, it's like the extra double thick vinyl <laughs> yeah, for the Vic- for the old for the ye oldie Victrola. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> nothing but a seventy-eight, <laughs> two hundred and twenty grams, seventy-eight. Yep, big time in it. So Pat, what's going on in the uh, the the world today, man? Um, uh, there is panic in the disco, or uh, maybe panic in the studio, or, or maybe panic at Marvel Studios, or panic in the streets of London. <laughs> if only it was so nonchalant. Uh, coming off the strike. Uh, the writer strike. This the Screen Actors Guild is still striking. Coming off the writer strike, there you know everybody's starting to get back to work, um, and I don't know. You know, I'm not sure who. Uh, I'm not sure who all the sources are, but Variety just had a massive feature that came out this week about uh, Marvel Studios and allegedly some sort of annual retreat in Palm Springs where a lot of the bigwigs got together and they were all panicked. And for the reasons we have probably been talking about for the last, like, two years, at a minimum, um, about how uh, the the studio is kind of in crisis, their material, their content is – their choice of going for content heavy and over quality – yeah. Has been a massive issue. Um, now, you know, a lot of this is right now, Some of, a lot of this article revolves around Jonathan Majors, who is playing Kang the Conqueror right now and is embroiled in a domestic violence charge uh, that's going to go to trial in New York. There's also some other charges that or some other incidents that came out uh, allegedly in London. Um, yeah, so the, M- th- the MCU has been flying 
too close to the sun for a long it's about time they got a little ezra miller action you know what i mean they need a little scandal yeah they were a little <laughs> too perfect yeah yeah um so you know in the in previous episodes we talked about um victoria alonzo who was an executive producer who got, who got canned um she took the fall for some other stuff now you know allegedly it was because she was you know allegedly. producing allegedly it was she was producing a movie at the time that she was supposed to be overseeing visual effects for a lot of their 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 shows that have come out a lot a couple of the movies that have come yeah. out and you know what the been, name of that that movie was uh i believe what the movie she was My a part of girls pussy. <laughs> no, i think it was called argentina actually which is which same is thing. which is argentinian for my girl pussy yeah right um, exactly so uh, later we've come to find out that a lot of that she just you know that was just an excuse for her to take the fall for a lot of the VX issues VFX issues that they've been having where you know these VFX studios have been just run ragged um, a lot of the visual effects have been actually really bad now I don't you know we talked about Quantum Mania um, last episode or the episode before that and I don't recall. You know, I also have terrible eyesight, but um, I we, yeah, uh, I, don't I, I don't remember the I don't remember the effects being that bad. Like, yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, Modok looked funny, but you yeah, know what I mean, like, I don't think he was supposed to look necessarily. I mean, Terrifying. There were there were reports and comments that it looked like out of focus, that it looked, you know what I mean, that it looked that bad. Um, now, I don't remember seeing it that way, but I'm also, you know, I probably don't have a technical eye for this stuff. So right, there's been a right. lot of issues there. So, um, you know, and and then some of the visual effects and She-Hulk have been, you know, pretty bad. And, oh, yeah. Um, She-Hulk was trash. I mean, so effects wise. Yeah. I mean, they, like, yeah. It, was, it was pretty bad. CGI was pretty bad in She-Hulk. They've had to go back and, and, and fix VFX like after the fact and add things after the fact. So there's been a lot of issues going on. Um, so a lot of this alleged uh, retreat in Palm Springs had to do with what they're going to do with Jonathan Majors. Um, so, you know, this is some of the, the stuff. Six that we, million we, dollar man. <laughs> no, that's Lee Majors. My that's bad. Lee. That's his brother, Lee Majors. He <laughs> is going to be the thirty-seven million, the the thirty-seven dollar man in a minute here. Um, so he's, you know, he's got this big presence in Quantum Mania. Um, he's, you know, if you've been watching um, Loki, you know that he's going to be part of the TVA, and he's so that's going to be a part of an issue. That, you know, that's going to be part of a thing there too. Um, and now this is going to be news to you, and I'm also super curious to hear what you have to say about this. But one of the most recent rumors that we heard is that by the time we get around to the next uh, Marvel, uh, the next Avengers movies, and now this is alleged to take place and revolve around Secret Wars, allegedly, allegedly. Um, there has been some talk of positioning um, a a version of Kang as a kind of an ultimate version of Kang uh, and also as, you know, the Beyonder. I mean, it's two different characters. It shouldn't be. It is. And yeah. so this, this is also another thing that is like, you know, their their weird taking of liberties may be going a little bit too far, but this is what they've been trying to do. They're doing this whole multiverse thing with all of these different universes, and they're trying to, you know, build a story around that. But they're using Kang the Conqueror as the big bad. So once you get to Secret Wars, which is supposed to, you know, bring those universes together in what is like a, you know cataclysmic type event and then resolve 
all of your, you know, multiversal issues in this, you know, what will probably be a two part Avengers series um, using Kang the Conqueror as as a as a beyonder level figure uh, is a little dumb. Yeah, it's 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 really dumb. Uh, if you need to get out of the Kang the Conqueror thing, you 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 end Kang the Conqueror, right? Like you have the a different big bad kill right. him and then you move on with that story right so yeah like there, there's ways to address this in a smart manner you know what i mean correct um, and and combining two separate characters you know i mean it's it's a different story if the beyonder shows up and like wastes kang right and then then you have a beyonder you know thing or you could also you could take any there there are a thousand other big bads that you could recycle you could right. have you could have galactus come in right you you know who could who could fuck shit up you could have you could have mephisto or dormammu who are you know you know cosmic entities that could mm-hmm. could come in and, and and wreak havoc i mean i feel like you know like we talk about big bads all the time we still got to get you know the X Men. I know we have Deadpool coming out. We're gonna have the you know, Wolverine in in Deadpool and stuff. But like, I mean, I I know Thanos and King the Conqueror, but like Magneto is still an Omega level mutant right. that you could you could introduce and and have an amazing you know like sort of storyline around uh, you know uh, Magneto and the Brotherhood of Evil and things like that, right? Well. <laughs> I mean, so I, I agree with that. Now, one of the issues that this gets wrapped up in, right, is, you know, they've just gotten all the rights back to the X-Men and the Fantastic Four and all that stuff from Fox. Um, be, what they're trying, you know, because of the issues they've been having for the last three years about putting out too much content at once, they're con- they're trying to slowly roll out the Fantastic Four and slowly roll out the X-Men. Um The way that it sounds their timing is, it doesn't sound like they're going to have, and they should, right? For for Secret Wars, which was, you know, an Avengers X-Men, basically an Avengers X-Men type crossover. I mean, the vast majority of what happened there was with X-Men and Avengers characters and Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, And and that's the whole thing. Like, the MCU didn't slowly roll out Spider-Man. They were just like, you know who Spider-Man is. Here well, he that's is. fair. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, so- some of, some of the issues that they're trying to fix now are, you know, now that we've had all these issues, like with the the Infinity Saga, they want to, you know, they want to slowly roll in where these characters are to give you an idea of where, like, the Fantastic Four was during all this, and so they're going to try and build a story to put them in another place to sure. keep them out. You know what I mean? So you're not like, yeah. well, why weren't they here? But. But I mean, you, you don't you don't necessarily have to solve for it. Like, who gives a shit what they were doing during the fucking Wachovia trials? Nobody cares. Nobody gives right. a fuck. Just make new shit. It doesn't. Ha- you don't have what's to. The, what's the Wachovia trials? Or, or what, what's the what's the fucking Age of Ultron? What were those goddamn things? Uh, the, the the Sokovia Accords. Yeah. What, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Who gives a yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was there. That was there to do the the Civil War angle. Yeah, right, right. But Which I'm also saying, was not nearly as good as it could have been. You no, know, it was pretty good. Pretty it was good. Our, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to – we don't have to go back and know where, where Reed Richards was during that. Like right, there's, it's true. There's, there's, no need, there's no need for that. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I mean like you don't have to explain to us that you didn't own the rights yeah. to the X-Men in, 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 a, in a fucking four 
feature film explanation. Yeah, yeah. Just you didn't own it. Who cares? Just fucking right. write something new. You yeah, know I mean? think they're. I think part of the thing is they're they're trying to take their time so they do it right because one of the biggest issues that they've had they're for the last three years is, po- it is, it is putting matter. out too much comment. Doesn't um, matter too much com- too much content. Excuse me. Yeah. They're not going to do it right, and that's yeah. yeah. I mean, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter, right? Because like, if they don't rush through, it doesn't matter if you if you take your time through poor storytelling. It's right. Still well, just that's yeah. Poor storytelling. That's the other thing. Speaking of sports, poor sport storytelling. Blah. Um, so one of the other issues that they're they're coming up with right now that they're seeing during this during this you know this re- retreat meeting is that like the Marvels is about to come out next week. It's going to come out next weekend. Um, They've already spent about a quarter of a billion dollars on this movie, uh, and they don't want to admit, but they've already already test-screened this movie, and it has not done very well. So they're thinking, like, right now they think it's going to make, you know, under a hundred million dollars in the opening weekend, which would not be great for you know. I, I'm pretty sure that the first Captain Marvel made a billion dollars, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this is well, not going to be really like, good. People, people have fallen out of love with Brie Larson, which I, I I fully don't understand why. I don't know the 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 level of controversy around Brie Larson. What was what, it is? The, uh, you know what? It is a lot of really like sexist reactionary podcasters not podcast podcasters not us yeah um right because we're sexist but not reactionary yeah my girls pussy (laughs) (laughs) so they 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 did like this i thought she was i think she's I mean, I have a crush on Brie Larson, so yeah, I don't yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, you know. right. But exactly. I also, I also didn't. I also liked the first movie. I didn't think it was bad. I think she's allowed to be like kind of, you know, she's allowed to have a bit of an attitude. It's totally fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if so you, you if you understand the history the history of that character, you'll understand that it's okay for her to have an attitude. Jeez. Right. Um, so, so you have a bunch of overly uh, offended sexist podcasters right, right. Or, or you know and yeah, yeah so they're and, throwing a lot of hate so you got um, that and then you have a political climate in the united states which is you know maybe not the friendliest to uh to girl power not only to girl power right now but to muslims in in, in particular right yeah i mean well yeah uh, yeah that doesn't i mean that doesn't have anything to do with brie larson but um no but with like, i know where you're Khan. going with yeah, Camilla I know where Khan. you're going. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the it's the, it's the Marvels, right? So it's Brie right. Larson, and then you have Camilla Khan, right? right. And you know, you have you know, uh, you know, a lot of you know, we're the U.S. We're we're super pro-Israel, and you have all that stuff going on, right? It, it's not the greatest. It's not the greatest climate right now for the Marvels movie to be coming out. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, I'm, it's it's also it's also not great for a movie that's needed uh, four extra weeks of reshoots. Um, you know, a, a director who started working on another movie while this movie itself was in post production. Um, yeah, yeah, so I mean, all, they're, all they're, that's that that's bad planning and all that. But you know, just, just you know, like if, if the country split. Evenly in half, you know, like those on the far right, and so it's probably not evenly in half, right? Those on the far right, those on the far left. Some of us who are centric and you know normal, um, right? You have a movie that features three female stars, right? 
Mm-hmm. And the most likable on the far right is going to be the African-American woman. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, right? What do you mean the most likable on the far well, right? What are you talking about? I don't well, understand. Right, because I'm saying if, if, if the far right right now is mad at Brie Larson because she stands up for herself or has an attitude or whatever. Sure, you know sure. What I, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, and then then you have the whole Kamala Khan is, is a Muslim. Yeah, sure. I mean. Right, so then th- that you have um, so Brie Larson's Carol Davers, right? Yep, Brie Larson's Carol Danvers. Okay, yeah, and then uh, Camilla Khan, and then who's the third? Ms. Uh, Tiona Paris. Uh, she plays Monica Rambeau, who is uh, Captain Monica, Marvel. In yeah, the, Ma- you know, Monica Rambeau. Yeah, yeah, late eighties, yeah, yeah. early nineties. Right, so that's what I'm uh, saying. The conservative crowd really only has the African American. Yeah, you know how conservatives love. Yeah, and, and in a movie that's going to feature, you know, a female villain as the lead. Right. Um, you know, there, there, there's going to be a lot of weird hate. And so, yeah, but also, I like. I don't think the movie, yeah, the movie could be good, but it's going to tank, unfortunately. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll it'll underperform for sure. Um, you know, there's. So, they're between, you know, between a lot of the issues that they're having with their, their directors, their producers, the writing. Uh, the VFX, they yeah. are kind of panicked here. They've they've already they've already pushed this movie back twice, um, right. you know, as far as, you know, as far as release dates go. So they've been really, really, really struggling. Um, so, you know, they've talked about there's so there's two things here that I, that I wanted to there's two things that came out of this article that um, I thought were new and I thought that we should talk about. All this other VFX stuff we've talked about before, WandaVision, She-Hulk, all that stuff. We have talked about how bad it was and you know people got fired for it and they deserved it. And also the VFX people should unionize and they should um, you know get 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 paid for working you know under these kinds of conditions. Um, you know, I think she she hulk she called like a single episode of She-Hulk cost $25 million. <laughs> That's so dumb. And it was so dumb. And it was basically just a legal. It was just like a legal, like a legal sitcom. And for like twenty five million dollars an episode. And it it wasn't a good one. It wasn't wasn't even a good one. It wasn't even a good legal sitcom. So the so 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 they're they're burning through all of their good like they're burning through all of their like street cred or cred you know or whatever goodwill with all of the last like couple of years. one of the one of the things that I did want to, that came out of this article, um, and I'll I'll read verbatim, and and then we can talk about it because I'm like this is pretty wild, uh, and I quote: uh, As public criticism mounts, Kevin Feige is pulling the plug on scripts and projects that aren't working. Case in point: The Blade reboot, with my Ma, uh, Marshala Ali signed on for the uh, eponymous. Eponymous? Eponymous role of a vampire. You know what I'm talking about. Yep, yep, yep. You motherfuckers. Uh, Things look promising for a 2023 release date, but the project has gone through at least five writers, two directors, and one shut down six weeks before production. One person familiar with the script permutation says the story at one point morphed into a narrative led by women and filled with life lessons. Blade was relegated to the fourth lead, a bizarre idea considering that the studio had two-time Oscar winner Ali on board. 
Um, Amid reports that Ali was ready to exit over script issues, Kevin Feige went back to the drawing board and hired Michael Green, the Oscar-nominated writer of Logan, to start anew. Um, it's uh, it sounds like the studio is going to now. I'm going to you know end quote. This sounds like the studio is going to try to remake the film and release it in 2025 on a low budget, hundred million dollars. It's not very big. Uh, what do you think about <laughs> just what a disaster? What should be a knockout movie has become. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 this is just typical for Marvel, right? Like they could, what they should do is they they should make, they should they could take Blade, right, and get somebody along the lines of some sort of horror writer, right? Because Blade is a vampire, right? They, mm-hmm. they, yeah, and they could do a werewolf by night kind of thing. With Blade and have it a little bit more, you know, like like that would be cool. I would love to see a, a, a major motion, you know, Blade picture that was done in sort of a black and white style. And, and like take that sort of artistic chance with Blade as a property. I think it fits and it works. Um, but instead they're going to, you know, argue about like what would Blade do if he was in the sisterhood of the traveling pants? Right. Right, which doesn't make sense. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you could fit your artistic visions in a way that that works. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can yeah. have positive female role models and stuff in a way that works with the character. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you really want, you have a solid actor on board as Blade. So, you, yeah, I mean, but but gender swap and just do a good job like Sandman did or something. I mean, you know I mean? like, you, you know, know, the worst thing is that they already have three blade movies yeah that they could that like like three like at least the first two for sure were right. phenomenal movies like yeah, that I mean, everyone they forgets yeah, they were they were good yeah i mean even blade trinity you got fucking um what's his face you got deadpool in it you know what i mean yeah you got so ryan like, reynolds it's not bad it is, it's not it is bad. so crazy that they already have they already have content to draw from as far as like tone and style, and instead we get the exact thing that has been plaguing this company, this studio for the last three years: a a narrative led by wo- women filled with life lessons. It's this kind of dog shit writing that has nothing to do with the character and the content, just to like. You know, just to add some messaging that does not need to like just give me superhero shit. Right. And if you do some horror stuff, great. And if you want to make a Black Widow movie that's that's great, that's espionage and like spy thriller stuff, do that, too. Like we've talked about this for for years about how the writing has been so bad and there are just really easy ideas that you could just go do. But for some odd reason, it took five writers to shit all over this. Right. I, Just, I I think that's that's sort of the the you know, like it's 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 the state of the world. Like I, I guess just nobody cares about your fucking your personal story, right? You know what I mean? Right. I didn't start reading comic books, right? Like when I when I read some of my favorite authors, right? Like whether that's Garth Ennis or Jamie Delaney or you know any of these guys that I that I really like, you know what I mean? Like they're telling a story in their own style, right? And like maybe there's elements uh, from their lives, right? But it's uh, it's always about the character. When Grant right. Morrison writes Batman, it's a Batman story. It's not. Oh yeah. It's not 
a story about Grant Morrison's grandmother and Batman happens to be like walking by her window. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> right. And it's a great, for the and it's a great story about him. Yeah, it's a great story yeah, about 100%, Batman. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, like so, Asylum was fantastic. So I like, that's, that's the thing. And, and that's the other thing with these screenwriters. Like you have legitimate writers that you could tap. Right. right. As executive producers, the best content out there right now in the superhero comic book genre has those original writers as executive producers on the show. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, Sandman. The, Sandman, The Boys, Gen V, all of that right. has the writers and the creators involved. You know right. what I mean? And like The Boys is a great example. The TV show is arguably better than the source material. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, and and you could be doing this with Marvel by yeah. tapping some of the greatest writers that have ever told stories in these long runs of comics. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, this is endemic of how Disney under Bob Iger has been run. Um, right. You know they they don't they don't put out really good things anymore. They just kind of they just kind of buy. They buy other. Th- they buy other studios. They buy stuff. They bought Marvel, right? And for one phase, for for like one or two phases, up until uh, the Infinity Saga, they did phenomenal work. The pacing was good. They introduced characters well. They had just enough to like hew it all together. And then when we got to like the Avengers and the crossover movies, they just it just gelled and it was great and it was it was phenomenal. Then yeah. they decided, well, you know, and and so once some once again, some of this goes back to the COVID thing. They had just started Disney Plus, and but what they did was they decided that they were going to a be cheap and two just build Disney Plus around you know Marvel content, right, uh, and 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 some of the Star Wars content as well, and so they. Cheaped out. They they cheaped out on the VFX. They didn't pay people. They didn't give people the time to do their job. They cheaped out on the writing. They already said they didn't want to bring back. I can't remember their names, but the guys that did the Infinity Saga, um, those the the directors or the writers or whatever. Who, who I can't remember who they are, um, off the top of my head. Yeah, but. They they didn't they they said they did not want to bring them back. They were very interested in doing like Secret Wars and some of this content. They didn't want to bring them back. They don't want to put in for like they don't want to bring in good writers. You know who would love to do a horror Blade movie? Fucking Guillermo del Toro. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The guy has been chomping at the bit to and do he's, like, and he's a, he's a fucking genius. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's a, he's a legitimate. Directing genius and, and like you know, did Del, Del Toro did Hellboy the did yeah yeah right so I mean like there's cheesiness elements there right like every time he does kind of superhero type stuff but like it's still good those first two Hellboy movies they were Great. good they were good yeah. <clears throat> so yeah I mean get a talented director to direct your movie and it'll it'll be good so. The other the other part that I wanted to talk about this so we don't we don't run too long about this but the other the other tidbit that I took out of this right the other tidbit that I took out of this um, they are they were so they are so kind of panicked that there were talks during this alleged retreat to get the gang back together for another like Avengers movie so. They discussed reviving, bringing back Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man 
and Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. Weird that they don't talk about Chris Evans' uh, Captain America, but I, I digress. Right. So, you know, they discuss, like, bringing these characters back. Um, Robert Downey Jr. would cost about $25 million a movie, which is not necessarily a bad thing for what he brings to the character. Yeah, Once that's, again, that's if you don't want to— She-Hulk. Right. If you don't want to be cheap— then you do this sort of thing, and same thing, you know. And then this whole, this whole, this whole Secret Wars crossover would be the perfect ideal spot to bring these characters back, because they do it all the time in the comics. So it would be perfect yeah, yeah, to do yeah, it here, right? 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The the laws of physics don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. But, exactly. I mean, yeah. But the thing is, if you don't address your core problem in marvel which is you know you, you don't have solid writing it doesn't matter who what actor you throw in there yeah, yeah they're, I mean, they're, like, like a shitty tony stark is yeah i mean robert downey jr is not saving that they're yeah. basing they're basing disney's profits on marvel's success and so so they're being cheap so that they can be profitable and that cheapness you know that weird you know corporate vulture mentality is causing them to under to underpay for writing directing I, vfx I, I mean and i think you could you could find you know i mean like there's probably like fucking indie films out there that are, are that are crushing it you know what i mean and you could sure. probably find you know something that's going to be like you know less costly than a, a guillermo del toro you know what i mean um but yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's do your research, right? It's not just go. Right. It's it's the problem that you find in 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 like studios from you know like the the golden age of movies when you have a studio pool of writers, right? And that's who you're going to. You're it's got to be very stagnant. And it's the same thing with yeah. directors, and that's that's sort of how Disney runs its studio. Um, where it's, you know, it, it, it's got people assigned to, uh, its properties like Marvel and, you know what I mean? And, and, uh, Star Wars. Right. Right. And, and so, you know, like, I mean, uh, we, we trust the, what... Dave Filoni, right. But you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you know, Dave Filoni could go off on a tangent and, and fuck us too. You know what I mean? Like you never know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there's so. I mean, the 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 worst the worst part of 2023 so far has been that you know, their biggest their biggest hit was Guardians of the Galaxy 3, yeah. but it was directed by James Gunn who left to who left the company to go run DC Studios. Right. So, you know, and then then they put out uh Quantumania, which makes like a little more than half of what, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy three made right. So like they've got some egg and, on their and, face, and that's like that's the, that's the thing, right? You know what I mean? I, I, I love Paul Rudd. Yeah, I mean, I really do, and I like the character of Ant Man. You know, right? It, it's hard to have a trilogy of Ant Man movies. You know what I mean? Because when, when when you go like you know just hero versus hero, a lot of people are going to want to see a Blade movie over an Ant Man movie. Maybe not today, but like especially in like two thousand nine. Yeah, I mean, if you had Ant Man coming out and versus Blade, Blade's crushing it. Yeah. Well, remember this. This goes back to their choice of characters that no one is asking for, right? Yeah, right, like, right. 
I mean, I, know, I, I love Paul Rudd, so the Ant-Man thing is not a terrible thing right, to me. Right. It's, not, it's not I, awful. That's, that's the whole thing, right? Paul Rudd makes the character. He, yeah, he does make the yeah, character, I mean, 100%. And then, you know, you have Michael Douglas, who plays Hank Pym, who right. also love make, it. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. You so, like, Michelle they've done well Pfeiffer's there. in there. I mean, oh, like, yeah, it, definitely. Yeah, it, it's, it's all good, right? But, I mean, it's not, it's not anything you were chomping at the bit for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like well, I, the, the, here, here's one of the issues that Disney's going to have in a minute, right? Like their next phase of stuff, they're going to put out two shows of characters that no one asked for. Uh, Echo. Yeah. No a tiny, cares. a tiny bit part character that no one cares about and no one asked for. Right. But they're going to, they're going to waste a bunch of money and screen time on. And uh, Agatha Harkness. Yeah. I mean, at least the Agatha Harkness thing, like she was amusing. And, uh, right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and the the actress that plays her is good. Yeah, She's but like, a saucy dame. Yeah, right. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, but if you're going to do Echo, just do a fucking Banshee show then. You know what I mean? Right. Introduce Banshee in a show. Yeah. Right. The, the, the issue is that they're more, wasted more people, because they more want. More people would be pumped about a Banshee show than a fucking Echo show. Well, the issue is that by the time we get to some of these shows, all their goodwill is going to be gone, and nobody's going to want to watch this stuff anymore. Right, right, right. Because because they're going to put it. They're going to put this. And and I've I've heard I've heard very mixed things on whether Daredevil: Born Again is still a thing. Yeah, I mean it should be, but yeah, it like, should be. Right. But and it should be an awesome thing. But I don't know if it's still a thing. And so they right. they have a I, lot of I, issues to overcome. That's that's like such a ridiculous thing to even say, right? Like Daredevil iconic marvel character right yeah the punisher iconic marvel character the x-men iconic marvel characters the fantastic four iconic marvel characters yeah echo nobody knows who the fuck that is yeah i mean like what was that uh what was that x-men that came out and he was like a cyber was his name cypher what was you know cypher yeah Cypher was a character. Yeah, Cy- yeah Cypher, Cypher spoke all different languages. That yeah, was, he spoke it, all the languages stuff. Yeah, yeah. Did he also write a skateboard? Who was the one that wrote a skateboard? You know what I'm oh, talking God, about? Oh, God, I don't know. Nah, I don't know. There were so many people that wrote skateboards at some point in Marvel. Like, I don't know, Speedball? Did Speedball ride a skateboard? I can't, I can't remember. remember. And it's he looked crazy. like a computer animated graph. You know, like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I know who oh, you're talking God, about. that character was it so It was bad. just like a late 90s, early aughts thing that I never got into. So the, the other right. issue that they have to they have to overcome right now which because you know obviously they're in it right now is what to do with with Jonathan Majors and what comes out of this trial. So, you know, they've talked about how do they, you know, do they get away from him uh as we lead into like secret wars and try to write him off and replace him with like Doctor Doom. Um which oh is Oh my god, you know what they do is they make him fight Bigfoot. All right. That's I'm going back to the six million dollar man. About, that's that's what Lee Majors had to do. It, it, talking like, about finish. writing. Yeah, because you just tie in the fact that Jonathan Majors and Lee Majors. Well, they, they have they have the time. I mean, it sounds like Fantastic Four is going to come out in 2025, and at some point that we're going to get to like. Still makes me so nervous that like we're we're talking about the Fantastic Four over the X-Men, right? Like, and I know that the Fantastic Four is kind of the first family of, of superheroes, right? But we have never had a successful Fantastic Four property. And I know. Right? Like, yeah, we've, we've never done it. We've had some pretty decent X-Men movies. They all well, haven't again, been great, <laughs> but they've been pretty decent. Even, like, Dark Phoenix wasn't that horrible. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, it, it was better than Rise of the Silver Surfer. 
You know? Well, they just don't learn. They just don't learn their lessons is what, you know, all the things that people have been telling them forever, they just don't want to listen to. And so they want to keep doing this thing with, you know, the Fantastic Four. But then, you know, they don't want to give us what we really want. You know, like they don't want to give us the Reed Richards we want. Right. They're like, oh, well, that was just a one off. It's just a one off. We're going to have Jonathan Krasinski in it and we're going to do the fan service you want. But then we're just going to kill him off and then you're never going to see him again. And we're not going to cast him again. Right. And so, like, I, so that whole casting is all crazy. But, you know, we'll see what happens. I just wanted to talk about it real quick because it was it was kind of timely. And, and it's something that we've been talking about, you know, since, you know, since Disney Plus started with the way that they've you know run their business and how bad it is. And, I, I you know, I just think that, you know, the, the, especially with the Blade stuff, which should be an, an easy no brainer. And it sounds like they're still trying to figure out a way to screw it up. So it's just pretty wild. Yeah. So um, so for for time's sake let's talk about future and perfect and the stuff that we have coming out and the stuff that we would like to see coming out we were going to get into a recap of a show um but we don't have time i'm gonna be honest oh yeah. no yeah 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 so we've talked uh, 35 minutes about, about we the talked van- too much we talked 35 minutes about the vanity fair article right so i don't well, it's got a lot of salient yeah it's points. got yeah it's spice it's got a lot of spice but i don't want i don't want to shortchange ahsoka for that we were going to talk about ahsoka we'll talk about ahsoka on the next episode maybe maybe we'll do a double header next episode ahsoka and gen v are you caught up on Gen V? I haven't watched any of Gen V. Oh, you should watch Gen V. It's like eight episodes. They're short episodes. Okay. Yeah. And Ahsoka, uh, we'll get into Ahsoka. Uh, I have a lot to say about Ahsoka. And that's why. I, I mean, wanna... I, I have a lot to say about it, too. So, yeah, I, I think it's fair. Yeah, I don't want to shortchange um, it, right? I, I think, you know, it, we'll get on a schedule and we'll do the right thing. Um you know, we have, we have a couple of shows between this and Loki's uh, season finale is going to be coming up next week. So we'll have, you know, there's a lot to, there's a lot to discuss. We'll get on a schedule. We'll get on a schedule. I swear. I'll get, I'll get a, I'll, I'll give you a couple of, you got to try this. We haven't done a, you uh, got to try this, right? So can we go tit for tat? I'll, I'll, I'll give you one and you can give me, or right, you can right. give me one and I'll give you one. All right. So I don't know if you watched the first season. If you haven't watched the first season, you should have watched the first season. I just finished watching the second season. Maybe the final season, I'm not sure, right, of uh, Our Flag Means Death. And it is absolutely fantastic. Highly That's the rec- pirate thing? That's the pirate thing on HBO. Okay. Yeah. It's it's great. What's what's his name? Ta- Taiki who's, who's uh, Watiti. Yeah, right, exactly. So like that when, guy. Yeah, when he does straight comedy... <laughs> It's it's good. It's gold. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, like he's he's good at the comedy, and uh, yeah, um, the guy who was the manager in Flight of the Concords is uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, oh. the the main character. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So like Murray. Yeah, Murray. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> Murray is the main character. He is a guy called Captain Steve Bonnet. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really irreverent pirate show. Uh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, highly recommended the second season. The first season kind of ended on like a down note and I was like, oh, I don't know where we're going to go with this, but second season did it right. It was good. Okay. Um, just watched list last night. Um, at the behest of, uh, Eve, my, uh, heterosexual domestic life partner, as everyone knows, mm-hmm. Uh, we watched um, Gail Garcia Bernal's uh, Cassandro. 
Uh, so Cassandro is a uh, it is a what do I it's like a pseudo biopic about a uh, luchador in Mexico. Um, it's actually, you know, a legitimate character who played uh, in Exotico, which is one of these kind of like it's a re- uh, it's a wrestler in drag. Okay, but he was actually a homosexual, and so it goes through his story. Um, you know, he's like kind of a bastard child, and so it kind of goes through the story of him coming up and his influences being like, you know, El Santo, who was actually going to be who I was going to dress up for for Halloween if I had not gotten sick, um, and how he got famous in professional wrestling and ultimately wrestled in Mexico city against the son of El Santo. Um, and how he became kind of a pioneering character for like gays in, you know, Mexico and stuff. Nice. Uh, it was, it is like equal parts, uh, sad and hopeful. Um, and it, obviously it's, it's Lucha. So, who doesn't love who doesn't love pro, you know who doesn't love wrestling you know what right, i mean right yeah no for sure so um definitely <laughs> worth a watch it's 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 it, they they didn't they didn't do the character as hard like they didn't they didn't touch everything as accurate as his life was but i think some of that was just for like the safety of like you know not going over the edge with you know like he you know he tries to commit suicide at one point they don't show it but it 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 does have a big part you know to you know in the in the in his story but it was really good so yeah nice you know. yeah i definitely want to check that out uh i'll give a second uh I'm, I'm i'm going back with another comedy uh just finished season two of shorzy uh oh wow long time uh you know letter kenny uh regular uh, also played by Jared Kesso, the creator of Letter Kenny, and also the creator and writer and executive <laughs> producer of Shorzy. Uh, season two is great. They'll probably do at least one more season uh, for the um, the big senior a hockey championship. Uh, okay. Uh, so that that but yeah, season two also phenomenal. Uh, and I think this the day after Christmas, uh, Boxing Day, as it is called. I believe the final season of Letterkenny is uh, also dropping. The final season? That probably makes sense. Yeah, the final season of Letterkenny, which has it. I, I've, I've, in, I've been enjoying Shorzy more uh, lately. Uh, the story is just more personal, and it's just, even though Shorzy's over the top, it's just, it's good. I don't know if you watched season one, but it's definitely. No, no, I haven't. Oh, I it's, haven't. It's super good. Both seasons are super, super good. Uh, highly recommend. Oh, last thing. Um, Tuesday is an election day. It is. Uh, it is an off-cycle election. There is not a lot of important stuff going on, uh, but there is also a lot of local, uh, a lot of local fare. Uh, I will be at the polls all day working because that's what I do. That's how I, you know, that's how I contribute to our democracy um, by making a crock pot full of chili and going and working the polls with, you know, and seeing all my neighbors. Um, but uh, you should vote. You should do your research. Uh, there's probably a dozen judge ships that are probably going to be up. Um, do your research, look into these judges, look at how they, you know, do things, um, and, uh, and vote. Yeah, absolutely. Get out there and vote. 
Uh, I will be working from home on Tuesday because it is an election day. Uh, my kids are off school. So what? Yeah, yeah. That's great. I'd never heard of that. You never. Yeah. Uh, a lot of schools close on uh, election days because a lot of schools are polling. All places. the polling places. And even though even if a school is not polling a polling place, most districts will close down and they will have like teacher training days and stuff like that. So my In wife service, still works. Yeah. yeah. My wife still works that day as a teacher and she'll be doing training and stuff, but there will be no students. And that's why this should be a national holiday and then it solves all the issues. It and then should, everybody can be off. Just just shut just make it a holiday. Voting day. Yeah. Boom. Everybody's so, like, corporations are so scared to extra, to add an extra holiday to the calendar. Like they should they should see what goes on in Europe. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's ridiculous, right? Like crazy. Just the amount of vacation people in Europe get and you know, yeah, there, there's there's good and bad, you know? There's uh, yeah. there's a Whatever, this isn't a political uh, podcast, but make voting days a holiday and like more vacation time would be sweet here in America. Right. You know, it would yeah. stop being a slave to stop being a slave to uh, capitalism and enjoy your life before it's gone. Yeah. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Like, you it'd know, be, it'd be fun. Uh, what. So what do we got? What do we got coming out that we're excited about? Um. Well, we're going. We're gonna go. Oh, I owe you uh, money for Iron Maiden. Did I pay you for spiritualized? Yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'll look. I'll look through my Venmo. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Hey, but we're going to see spiritualized on Thursday. That's something we got going on this week. Heck and that, yeah. That is. That'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then we're going to see Iron Maiden next year. Next year. That's so weird. Like, I aren't they on tour right now? Uh, they probably wrap up like European stuff. Okay. Uh, somewhere, uh, no, wait, uh, they were in, that's probably done. They probably wrapped it up because in October they wrapped up the end of the European tour. They had a couple of dates in uh, Canada. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And gotcha. that was it. They might do some solo stuff, you know, in the, t- during the time being, and then they're going to, they're going to embark on a North American tour. Um, there's a ton of dates and then they finally get to, uh, Philly on Friday, November the 1st next year. And then they will be in Pittsburgh Friday, uh, November the 8th. Uh, I have tickets to both shows. Nice. Cause, nice. Year. Cause Fucking that's how I roll. Yeah. You're a lunatic. Because I'm an absolute lunatic. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm probably going to be going on a little bit of a hockey tour if you have any interest in going. Um, I'm, I'm going to go. So I normally go uh, see the Blackhawks when they play the Flyers. They play the Flyers in March. I'm definitely going to go to that game. I'm going to take the kids okay. uh, for the first time, their first hockey game. It'll be pretty sweet. Uh, but I also think I'm going to go up to MSG. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to go up to MSG and maybe um, Prudential and uh, maybe um, – What's Prudential? Is that the Devils or is that the That's the, the Devils, Irish? yeah. That's, that's the, the Devils, Devils yeah. yeah. Okay. And then I forget what the Islanders' new stadium is called, but they're yeah. back on Long Island. Uh, they were at Barclays for a while. Uh, but right. They're back. They, they got uh, right, right, right. They're yeah, finally they, back on Long Island. Yeah, thank they're God. finally back on Long Island. So, yeah, let but, me know. I'd like to be. I'd, I'd be interested in that. I think I'm going to try to go <clears throat> Sunday after next. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, the undefeated. Oh no, they took. Uh, I think they have. They have an overtime L. They took an overtime L. Yeah, but the to, like uh, eleven to, to the Chicago Blackhawks. Nice. The Blackhawks handing the uh, Golden Knights their first L of the year. The eleven zero and one. 
uh, Vegas Golden Knights, the defending Stanley Cup champions, are going to be in Pittsburgh to pummel the Penguins senseless uh, in, two Sundays from now. And I think what's I'm going to go. What, what's the Penguins' schedule? Uh, what's the Penguins' uh, um, stand? What, what, what does their record look like? They are trash. They are below the Flyers. I don't understand how that's possible, right? Yeah. Like Because they picked up Eric Carlson. Which is yep. huge, like him and Latang on a line are crazy. Rust has been playing really good, and then they picked up Riley Smith. Yeah, I don't know what's been going on with them because I haven't followed them, but I do know that they are last in the Metropolitan Division, which is just absurd. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so, that's, yeah. That the, is... the fact that the Flyers are better than anybody is just outrageous. So. But yeah, uh, let's talk about that. I would love to. Um, I, I might. I wouldn't be against tagging along if it's possible. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that'd be dope, right? Yeah, I mean, I've never yeah. been to a game at MSG. So I've never been to MSG. I would love to go. To yeah, MSG. yeah. So like that would be definitely fun to like take the train because the train lets you off like literally right across the street from MSG. Right there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, the um, Union Station is literally right across the street from Madison Square Garden. Okay. Yeah. I like the sound of it. Yeah. I don't even think you'd have to go up street level. I think you can get to it from Oh no, yeah, probably not. Yeah, I think you can get to it from the underground, right? Yeah, I would I'd be I would be shocked if you had to go to street level to, to go back down underground. Yeah, cuz it's like literally it's across the street. Yeah. I'm I, I it'd be absurd if there wasn't a tunnel to go right to it. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm 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 almost 100% positive there is. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. So that that would be sweet, right? And uh, the the Rangers are no joke this year again. Although they haven't been playing all that great, uh, Golden Knights fucking fantastic so far this year. The Avalanche have been really good. Uh, the Canes have been super good so far this year. Um, and I don't know if anybody else has been really good. Arizona's been like sneaky, like they could like come out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but yeah, it's Arizona. Uh, yeah, so that's, I would actually, I'd love to go to Colorado too and see the see the Avs play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. I'd like, I'd like to just go to Denver. I, I've never really went to Denver, so it'd be cool to just see that city. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Likewise, I have a friend in, who just moved down to Fort Collins, and I've been dying to get to see him. Shouts to Jeff. I have, I, I didn't forget you, buddy. Um, and so I would love to try and get out there, and I, you know, because Fort Collins is just up the road, so I would love to. You know, it's you know, Fort Collins, Boulder, Denver. It's all right there. So I'd love to see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We should start doing like a like sort of like a mini tour of like, you know, like some of the stadiums around here. Right. Yeah. I mean, like we should definitely go to a Penguins game at Three Rivers. Right. Like Buffalo. Uh, that's not Three Rivers. It's uh, what do we call it? Um, what is it? PNC now or something? No, no. It's uh, is it is it the it's um, it's the the, the paints P, PPG paints arena. Yeah. Uh, OK. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. It's all corporate. Yeah, yeah, it's all corporate. Right. We could also <laughs> we could we could easily go see a Sabres game like go to go to Buffalo. Yeah. Right. Like that's a yeah. drive that we could make. You know what I mean? Yep. Um. We could, yeah, like we should de- like definitely do MSG. We should definitely do Long Island. We should definitely do a Devils game, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. We should, and then this summer we should do another tour. 
do a, do a baseball tour. You know what I mean? It's like go to a Yankees oh, game man, or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Let's just go see classic stadiums. But whatever. Well, that, that's what we have going on. Who knows? Who gives a <laughs> shit? I'm just talking. About, I'm just killing time at this point. I saw the fucking music come up. It timed it out. Bam, 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 bam. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for hanging out. Marvel, get your shit together. Again, I am Andy Liascos. Oh, I'm still Patrick Payne. It's been deuces. Peace. Make him try.